falsehood flies and the truth comes limping after it. Welcome to the fourth episode of Yours Truly Josephine. With us today, we have Assistant Professor Dr. Ashwini Ma'am. Hi, Sanjana. And our repeating guest star, Neeraj Storm Savio. Hi, Sanjana. Hi, Ma'am. Hi. Before we jump right in, how are you guys today? Yeah, hi, Sanjana and Neeraj. Uh, I'm doing well. I, ho- I hope all of you are doing good. And thank you for the uh, invitation. And uh, it's a pleasure being here on uh, Yours Truly, Josephite. I hope to have a good conversation. And uh, the topic that you people have gotten for, the, for this episode is uh, quite contentious and uh, quite something that is very important. So look forward to having a good conversation. I'm well too. And since this is my second time in Yours uh, Truly, Josephite, I look forward to doing justice to the opportunity offered to me. It's a pleasure to have you both together. We will be exploring the many complexities within the news we receive today, particularly fake news. I don't think anyone is oblivious as to what fake news is. So Ashwini ma'am, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you think it's important to talk about fake news? So firstly, it's extremely important to understand what is fake news. So exploring the very phenomenon of fake news, it's something that is not new. In fact, it has existed since the emergence of print media. And uh, if you have to describe, you know, give a definition of what fake news is, it's something, you know, in layman's language, it has something that has fabricated content. Fake news is majorly, it consists of untrue or unverified content that are low on facts. And if you specifically look at the definitions of what fake news is, and going by one of the definitions given by uh, UK House of Commons, it says that the deliberate creation and sharing of false or manipulated information that is intended to deceive and mislead audience, either for the purpose of causing harm or for political, personal or financial gain. So this sums up what uh, exactly fake news means. Comprises of numerous issues. It can incorporate issues related to politics, social issues, economic and as well as cultural. So uh, one cannot clearly verify claims and sources of fake news is often, you know, fake websites. Most of the content are created by those who are not experts in the said field. And most importantly, why we should speak of fake news is that because uh, while I speak, I'm speaking of uh, of Indian context, current political context, looking at how uh, current political context is extremely charged. Most of the fake news promotes hate, misogyny, sexism. In many, many instances, the content also has the potential to create fear among citizens. So it's important to also to know the background of fake news. And, and also, you know, in many cases, fake news also comprises of, you know, anti-science, irrational content. Also, it has a lot of false propaganda. And today, fake news is something that is not confined to a country or to a state. It's, it's a matter of global concern. And one of the reasons it's a matter of glo- global concern because the kind of impact and the repercussion that fake news has caused. So apart from that, if you see how there is digital advancement, technological advancement, and that in, in many ways has accelerated that space that fake news can have. And digital space is highly contentious. And 
therefore it's highly extremely important for state institutions as well as you know a normal individual to address fake news you have to consider that as a matter of serious concern yeah neeraj uh, would you like to add anything i think what ma'am has said uh, probably encompasses the whole situation also i would just like to add that you know aside from what ma'am spoke sometimes people might not know about something and they start you know send it on social media like whatsapp let's say that it's about corona and they feel that you know they they panic and they send something like okay the situation is very bad and that circulates and it becomes like a very circular flow of information in which one uh, wrong erroneous source is, is cited again and again and eventually it circles back and it seems like it's that is the truth for example if i had to speak about so i'm in mumbai right now and the covid-19 situation was quite bad here in the beginning and so there used to be this messages that used to come saying that you know now now the, the military is going to come now mumbai is going to be locked down all such uh, such sort of things and it was like you know almost like something out of a dystopia and the thing was since it used to come on all these groups and these are you know very educated people but since one educated person forwards it the other one is bound to be like oh so this person forwarded obviously must contain some truth and then it just sends people into a panic so this i feel is also an important element to fake news especially considering today's uh today's situation around us very well said the havoc that fake news has created has an impact everywhere as ma'am said globally so neeraj how do you think we at this time differentiate between misinformation and disinformation so again i'll keep this very brief so basically misinformation is any wrongful news that is spread it might or might not be intentional but it is spread and it is for the purpose of it might not be for a particular purpose it just spreads so that is misinformation any information that is wrong is just misinformation but now again this misinformation has a subset called disinformation and disinformation is deliberately circulated it is circulated with the intent to deceive someone again a lot of times that we see today you know there is a lot of disinformation you know again news that is intentionally fabricated by someone to you know achieve something some goal or simply to create some sort of havoc again i'll take the example of how syrian hackers once ha- hacked uh, ap ap's associated press twitter account and they put out obama is in jeopardy there are two explosions and so it created a big issue and in fact all these there are all these algorithms um, that stock markets use that give suggestions to stock brokers on when to sell what these algorithms they detected was that you know there's going to be a uh, fall in public sentiment and they all said you know sell so i think the market lost about 140 billion dollars just because of that you know one fake news so this is something i came upon my research so one of the most important questions that come to my mind when talking about fake news is that why does it diffuse faster than real news and does the consumer have a role to play in this ashwini ma'am could you please throw some light on this so coming to how fake news is disseminated across uh, be it uh, you know uh, internet or uh, be it messaging apps which we use so i would like to share this uh, there's this very famous quote which says falsehood flies and the truth comes limping after it so this is very much true when it comes to fake news while we see how fake news is something that is more accepted or read or something that has been shared uh, widely we have to understand the psychology of the readers so there are several research that's been conducted to study the reason behind the way and the speed in which fake news is disseminated see majority of the readers are not concerned about the source of the information that they receive see we have to also understand that and the other thing is that it is extremely difficult to discern the information that is shared online 
So this can be social media platform like Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, including uh, mobile messaging applications like WhatsApp, Signal, or Telegram. So fake news often it appeals to emotions. And if you see human psychology, in most of the cases, when it is emotionally driven, we don't verify the um, content that we get. And apart from that, there are also certain biases that exist within uh, within us. It can be biases, particularly when you psychologically see issues. So particularly the way we respond to positive news and negative news. So that is the psychological aspect of how we receive news, how, how we kind of look at the content, the words that's there in the messages that we receive. Apart from that, the socio-political context in which fake news is shared should also be taken into cognizance. Like for instance, there are certain cultural biases that exist. It can be caste, class, gender, and many such things. So there are also strong stereotypes and prejudice that exists against certain communities. And this also allows uh, the spread of fake news. Like in Indian context, if I say, see social media has gained a lot of pace, the way we communicate, the way we share our opinions and perspectives. And on social media, a large section of people are creating false news with a clear intention to spread misinformation. And while we see in terms of how information is disseminated in these spaces, particularly the best example that I can give you is how we are emotionally charged when we see uh, content related to religion that is being shared. So there is, there is a sort of fear that has been created at this juncture, particularly when it comes to minorities. There are certain fringe groups which work on disseminating such fake news, which puts a large section of minorities and marginalized communities at risk. And the kind of narrative and discourse that's been built against certain marginalized communities, be it including women, the uh, way in which a reader or a customer, you say, you know, the way they perceive it is much, much different. There is no rational that is applied when we read issues related to religion or violence. So that is something that has to be taken into consideration. And this is this is very complex when we study because it there are various elements that involves when we study the way in which fake news spreads. So it is also the psychological aspect, the cultural aspect and all the biases that exist. So uh, we have to take various elements leads to uh, spread of uh, fake news. You can't ignore any of these. So again, it differs from country to country and it differs from cultural context, various contexts. So even that has to be taken into consideration. Miraj, do you have anything to add? No, I think ma'am covered it very well. I would just like to add that, you know, a lot of times why fake news spreads faster is because, you know, oftentimes it is some news that, you know, either it is emotion ridden, as ma'am said, and these emotions particularly appeal to that group of people. And that is one of the reasons why, you know, fake news is very picked up very fast. And also one of the other things is now we have all these social networking sites and a few years back, there's almost no regulation on what goes through. And this created something of a Wikipedia sort of thing where anyone can put anything. And if you have like a basic knowledge of how to correctly format a message, for example, I've seen messages that have come from so-called commissioners of police and all that says that someone is going to attack at night or something like that. And so the rise of social networking sites such as uh, Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp and all of these messaging apps have also significantly contributed to the speed of which the general public believes the news that comes. Ma'am, I think what you said was very beautifully put across 
uh, on how you uh, mentioned that we as consumers of this information also tend to react emotionally and i think that there are ample examples out there but the most significant one that i see is when the death of the actor sushant singh rajput how that how that disseminated into so many different issues one by one and it's still it's taken like so many twists and turns and everyone's still talking about it because the news was so emotionally driven and the truth is even now we don't know if what is being said is right or not yet we tend to react emotionally blame some people or not blame some people so i think ma'am that was very well put across neeraj what do you think what are you what do you think are some of the technical aspects as to why fake news spreads so fast or why do you think it's so hard for the source of the fake news to be located please take us over some of those points so again the reason why it's so hard to trace the source is because often times you have as i mentioned before the circular flow of information and there are again two types one can be you know by civilian so let's say that you know you witness something let's say that you witness some sort of incident that you send it to your friend and again uh, your friend might send it to someone else and again all, always when there's some sort of traumatic event or something that always gets exaggerated and at the end when it it comes to a head with it is highly exaggerated and it contains a lot of disinformation or misinformation and then because it's again you know it's come through a lot of these groups you know you can't potentially go back to every group that it came through now whatsapp has a feature where you can do that for example whatsapp shows you how many times it was forwarded but prior to that you had almost if your message came to you you had almost no idea you know was it like some trending message that someone is sending or is it something like that so you also have something like you know let's say that there's um this is done by media houses often times and i'm not saying it's done intentionally it just happens so while i was researching for this topic i came across this incident where a journalist in trying to make his daily news he writes something and maybe he just you know he spice it up a bit and so there's as far as he's concerned he's just inserting a very small piece of disinformation in the text but what happens is that all these news networks they they take news from one end and they cite it again and so and so forth it creates a cycle and when it's there on every news channel if you as an ordinary guy or person you're just sitting in your home and you see this flashing on every news channel you will be inclined to believe it for example after sushant rajput singh's death as you said there's a lot of fake news about that and i think for a time almost all except very few almost all news channels were you know speculating on you know his girlfriend incited him or you know he had some sort of financial trouble and almost you know all the news channels are saying that you know this might be the reason it seems to be some sort of argument between his girlfriend now again till now the police has not concretely said that this is the case like uh, it is not for us to determine what is the thing but right now if we look at it the public has already pronounced his ex girlfriend guilty of you know abetting suicide so that is uh, something that's very important to note one more thing that i would like to add so again there are these different types of fake news for example there's again deliberate misinformation there's false headlines you know where again it's something called clickbait where you know they deliberately give this catchy headlines and also the content might resemble it the least but it's built so that you know click, you click on it and again this again also travels around and social media sharing i've already talked about and also sometimes people do it for satire okay for example i remember this incident i don't remember it too uh, too vividly but there was an incident where an indian origin nurse she was working in the royal household in some capacity but these two australian i think uh, youtubers thought they'll you know prank her by calling her or saying something but they said something like you know you're losing your job or something and she actually committed suicide i can't recall her name right now but i remember this incident happened and this shows you know how even satire can sometimes be taken in the wrong way also one very 
important thing that I feel is not being picked up is that you know sometimes people misinterpret. Okay, and these often happen with you know sensitive news. People can misinterpret. It is contributing to this whole culture of fear that's there. So I feel it's also very important to be talked about. Thank you so much, Neeraj, for those excellent points. Uh, now, having discussed the large impact that fake news has, the large negative impact. We when we talk about curbing fake news, there's a wider discussion on. if it infringes upon uh, right uh, freedom of speech and how can we curb fake news without infringing upon our freedoms to speech uh, ashwini ma'am do you believe that media should still be a separate body or should there be government intervention uh, within media as a separate body uh, what are your views on curbing fake news as such it's a very uh, pertinent question that you have asked sanjana so coming to right to freedom of speech and expression so this debate of right to free speech is altogether extremely complex you know while we see uh, the fundamental rights that's been incorporated in indian constitution it's important to note that these fundamental rights aren't absolute so every fundamental right including that of freedom of speech and expressions has certain restrictions and however you know it's important for us to differentiate between what is freedom of speech and what is that content of speech you know basically when it comes to fake news what are we speaking so coming to certain legislations when it comes to curbing of fake news in indian context there is no specific law that addresses fake news so there's no provision in india specifically which deals with fake news but at some point of time there are certain ipc sections that's there which partially addresses fake news so that can be section 153a which specifically speaks about you know um, promoting enmity between different groups on ground of religion race and doing acts prejudicial to, to uh, maintenance of harmony so apart from that there are sections which also speak like section 4 499 which is of defamation and uh, section 295a that speaks of you know deliberate and malicious act which also incorporates religious uh, hurting religious sentiments so all these indirectly speaks of addresses fake news but there's one piece of legislation that is the information uh, it act the information technology act 2000 which has this uh, sub uh, legislation uh, within a part of the legislation which is 66 a so 66a specifically speaks of prohibiting the dissemination of information that that is basically you know which is which involves insult injury obstruction criminal int- intimidation this is through uh, basically technical platform that can be computer or through electronic source but however this um uh, section 66a was actually struck down by the apex court there was a there's a famous case uh, that is uh, shriya singhal versus uh, union of india this was basically with regard to a uh, incident that happened when uh, bal thakre passed away there was this shutdown a complete band that was announced by shiv sena when bal thakre passed away and two girls on the social media commented expressing their displeasure with regard to the band and there was a complaint filed against them so this was nothing offensive nothing derogatory it's also not false uh, fake news but addressing this issue in supreme court basically the supreme court uh, struck down section 66a of the it act 2000 so but at the same time there are 
various judgments where you know uh, supreme court has also upheld particularly with regard to defamation there's one of the case of uh, uh, this is subramanya swami versus union of india where it has upheld so it's very complex when you look at how uh, it's also about you know curbing of uh, uh, freedom of speech in the name of you know curbing false news but when we look at press bodies also like how let's take press council of india it's a regulatory body and it has certain authority to control the kind of news that comes out from news agencies apart from that there is indian broadcast foundation which looks at certain complaints related to channels so they all partially kind of have the authority to monitor um, uh, to curb uh, false news but and also at the same time uh, there are certain initiatives taken by social media platforms because as i told you uh, fake news is a huge global concern and in many social media platforms if you see um, like twitter google and uh, you know couple of giant uh, multinational companies have come together and have formed a platform to address uh, fake news and apart from that in fact i have to mention this district collector who was uh, in kannur his name is meer mohammad ali he initiated a program called uh, satyameva jayate to educate school children about fake news and this was this was a workshop that was conducted in uh, across uh, kannur in about 150 government schools and students were taught how to spot fake news so going by you know looking at the legislations yeah there's still lot of limitation the way in which government is responding to you know uh, the the way in which fake news is spread the repercussions that fake news you know the adverse effect that fake news has caused but at the same time there has been individual initiatives initiative from civil society groups and couple of media houses to curb uh, fake news but uh, at the same time when we see certain judgments it has been in favor of upholding right to speech but at the same time uh, there are certain judgments which ha- which has kind of contested the very idea of freedom of speech so it's very very complex when we look at uh, freedom of speech and fake news but at the same time it is highly important to monitor the news that is disseminated through social media or through you know it can be you know news channels as well because as you said new, uh, media is extremely important for a democratic space you know the the kind of freedom of speech and expression is highly important but at the same time one cannot misuse the very fundamental right you know the freedom of speech and expression should not cause irreparable damage to a community or an individual that should be taken in uh, that that should be taken cognizance of if you draw a parallel between what can be done and what is being done what would what would you say is is the gap that we ourselves can do to make up for the fact that we can control the amount of fake news or reduce the amount of fake news going around right now one of the uh, possible solutions that i read about was going back to print media and not using other social media platforms as a medium for news would you think that would be a possible solution okay coming to your question so while we look at news channels you cannot you cannot rely completely on news channels because there have been many instances where misinformation has been given by news channels as well so including uh, you know republic tv and various other prime news channels so but to fact check we can rely on certain platforms like alt news or boom live or you know india today fact check 
So these are certified by International Fact Checker Network. There is something called IFCN. So these platforms are certified by them. And firstly, it is extremely important for us to check the source of the news. See, most of us who are using internet, we, uh, we belong to certain class, certain uh, educational background. And while we have access to uh, technology, we also have access to check a news if it is authentic or not. So there's something called filter bubble concept, which is often used in workshops where they teach how to spot fake news. And this is basically where many of us spend a lot of time browsing and we end up countering, encountering news, which like a lot of things which pop up, which are similar to that of our view. And this is how many websites also end up carrying fake news, like how these news keeps popping on your screen. And slowly you, you, you are driven by that, you're attracted by certain news and then you click on that and you end up going, going to a fake website. So apart from that, Neeraj had mentioned about clickbait and clickbait is something that's also an important concept. And this is basically where the purpose of the person is to attract your attention towards a website. So this is something that is that has to be taken note. Apart from that, you know, these are a little technical terms, but I'm sure people who are mostly on internet are partially aware of this. There's something called crap test and crap test is usually done uh, look uh, to uh, check the authenticity of the sources. So it includes something like, you know, currency, relevance, authority, accuracy, purpose. So basically you're checking the importance of the information that a fake news has, the content has, or the source of the information, the reliability, all of that you're checking. This is called crap test. And apart from that, if you see, you know, government, all these uh, technological giant companies, media companies, educational in institutions and respective ministries in the country and policymakers, they have to take note of the damage that is caused by fake news. And Internet users, mostly we, we who are like, you know, who use in, uh, Internet and who use uh, applications on phone, particularly messaging applications, we have to be extremely cautious of what we read and what we receive. See, access to technology also gives us access to authentic sources through which we can check the facts. And uh, it's extremely important as responsible citizens to bear in mind that we shouldn't be emotionally driven by messages. The best example that I can give you is that of a video that went viral. And this is a video where two um, Hindu boys were beaten up in Pakistan. And this happened somewhere in 2011. But after two years, this was circulated saying that this was an incident that took place somewhere in UP which actually triggered the Muzaffar Nagar riots where close to 25 to 30 people were killed. So we have to take note of the content that we receive, the content that we read. As, as individuals, it's our responsibility at the end of the day. Uh, Neeraj, would you like to add anything to what ma'am said? No, I think ma'am very beautifully covered all the aspects. So I don't think I can add anything. Ma'am, that was uh, a lot of information with, the great, with great examples. In fact, the riots that you brought up I had no idea. In fact, when I was doing my research for this episode, one of the TED Talks that I heard was 
in the US fake news affects the elections but in India it could actually lead to people dying because to the news that has been circulated so i really really appreciated the points that you brought in so thank you so much for that coming to the next question how can we as students check the news that we have got check the news that so that we know what we are getting is accurate news because as ma'am said there are even news channels who have fake news or don't have verified news so how can we as individuals fix this or verify the news that we receive so as i told you previously the question that you asked there's something called crap test that i said because as students i'm sure most of you are in academic space and most of you have access to internet so the first thing you do is check the source from where you have received the news that's very very important check the background of the author in case it's an article and mostly when you look at a uh, lot of news that you receive is usually from uh, it's through whatsapp that you receive and very recently this is i think yesterday's news and whatsapp has introduced this feature called uh, search the web and uh, this is to spot fake forwarded uh, news and apart from that you know whatsapp has also limited forward messages feature so you cannot forward the messages to more than 5 people so when you have something like a search engine search the web you, it's very easy to check the authenticity of the news so and apart from that there are as i told you there are various other platforms like you know alt news fact uh, fact check india today fact check it's through that you also can check the authenticity of the new uh, news and as i told you on the face of it we have to be calm and patient and not believe instantly that we receive so we have to be rational when we receive news when we read messages particularly which is as i told you you know it, it's it's a charged environment where uh, you know all of us are ex- engaged very politically though people might say we are apolitical you know what everything is political so we have to be extremely careful and particularly for students what i would say is many of you are uh, highly um, active on social media platforms it can be instagram twitter or facebook and these spaces are places where fake news is easy to disseminate and there's no fact check you just end up sharing posts without even checking the source so but however there are mechanisms that's been placed within twitter and uh, certain social media platforms where you can report fake news uh, false um, uh, misinformation and it is the responsibility of the concerned you know social media platform to take that out within 3 hours so there are rules and regulations which social media platforms are coming up with but at the end of the day you know i want to mention that laws alone will not curb fake news we have to be responsible as citizens as students as teachers all of us we have to individually take that responsibility so that we are cautious of what we read and what we receive thank you so much for that ma'am neeraj do you have any advice for our listeners in this regard again ma'am covered the, you know the aspect of you know how uh, companies and social media is you know trying to check fake news so aisha just you know briefly talk about how we can take some initiatives to check fake news so again you yeah, are developing a critical mindset is obviously the first thing that would come to anyone's mind because again these days everyone knows that you know whatever news that comes to you it is not the pure news it contains at least some flavoring added to you know make it more spicier to make it more how do you say attractive to your brain so that is uh, one thing again checking the source is very important again there are a lot of fake websites uh, you know which might be very similar to the actual websites like 
they might have uh, like if you just check the extension the internet extension that they have instead of .com or something they might have something like .infonet or the .offer or something or something very strange so that is you know used by all these fake websites also sometimes let's say that times now may have two e's or something like that so all the websites are you know fake which are called mockups so it's very important to you know know that we need to see who is reporting the news so one very important fact that we should know that is that every news is biased so actually recently i was listening to uh, malayalam news to my parents and there is this uh, news anchor uh, and he was actually accused of you know misleading the news or something and he actually had a very i, I would say beautiful co- comment about it he mentioned that you know he studied in jnu he studied journalism in jnu and he said that every news that comes to you is biased okay it's it has some or the other bias that the team at that news channel but i put in it so it's your responsibility to kind of understand the actual content and separate the bias one example that i can also give you to you is trt trt is a turkish news channel and you see a lot of the videos very active in reporting the atrocities that takes place around the world and that's a very good thing but again if you also as a slight bias towards you know the its host country for example regarding the, the decision to reverse aya sofia status itself where you know it's clear to them that have done at the against secularism trt instead went against this so it's very important to check that bias i can't remember the website but there is this website that i came across which kind of you know shows you how each each media house which side it leads towards and all that even very very good new uh, youtube channels such as vox which actually give pretty great information also have some kind of democratic bias i'm speaking in relation to the party system in us they have some sort of a democratic bias so that must be taken into consideration again uh, also most credible news and again i'm talking about mainly print news will contain a lot of details they'll contain a lot of details and they might include quotes from experts so that is also very important to check you know just to you know see if it's something good and again uh, it's very important to not to take news at face value for example sorry for the pun but there's something called deep fake videos and in fact there's this comedian called jordan peel who in fact made a deep fake video of him as obama and talking uh, kind of inappropriately about trump okay and he first released it and it let it go around for some time and then he revealed that it's a deep fake video and this was you know to show technology has advanced and so again news should not be taken at face value and i would say intuition also plays a very good part some so once you're familiar with one channel's bias or one media's bias you know how the news is spun and you get a sort of feeling that you know this is kind of misleading so again intuition should not always be you know completely relied upon but it also plays a very small significant part is what like i would like to add that is a very well put answer neeraj uh with that i think we've run out of time and i'd like to thank uh, thank you neeraj and thank you ashwini ma'am for being on our show uh, i thoroughly enjoyed learning from the two of you and i hope our listeners out there did too Thank you, Sanjana, for having me. Thank you. Uh, thanks a lot, Neeraj. Uh, it was a wonderful conversation. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, it was again wonderful to talk to you after a long time during this lockdown. So thanks a lot. I feel like I'm revisiting my Paul Science classes. Thank you for listening to your story, Joseph. New episodes every Friday. Stay tuned. <laughs>